wild thing. (laughs) (laughs) She'd love to do the wild thing. Okay. Ready? What is a funky cold Medina anyway? (laughs) Is it a beverage? I thought it was, yeah. I want to say it. It's either a beverage or an illicit substance. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Hello, y'all. Welcome to Jackalope Tales, Urban Legends, and Music, where we uncover, is it real or is that thing a jackalope tale? I'm your host, Charles Mooney. And I'm Lisa Umbarger. And also with us today are our production crew, Jenny. Hello. Jeannie. Waka waka. <laughs> Natalie. Hello. And on the board, a guy who likes to rescue baby flies, Sam. I do. <laughs> I love my flies. <laughs> It's baby flies. Baby flies. <laughs> I'm sounding like Tone Loke. <laughs> He's got a little a little retreat where he keeps the baby flies. Oh, wow. That's yeah, a little farm. That's too much work. It is. They're too small. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to look at the power of the animal kingdom uh, yes. through two musicians' eyes. Uh, folk singer Taylor Mitchell. Right. And Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a musicians versus nature. Female musicians oh, versus yeah. nature. Yeah. Uh-huh. White females. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. They love animals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had any animal encounters? Oh. You know what? I actually was chased by an animal one time. What, like a puma? <sighs> I wish it were that exciting a story. <laughs> no, actually, it was probably even scarier. Was um, it? it was a fucking hoodle. <laughs> and I'm not talking one of those little toy shits. But uh, no, we're talking like a six foot poodle. The Frankenstein poodle? Yeah. And I was a little kid and these people down the street had this gray and black poodle. I mean, mm-hmm. you could almost imagine where it has a little ball shaved into all its fur. I just remember them sitting on a wall and I was in uh, my neighbor's backyard and we were playing. And then all of a sudden this dog started after me and I had to scale a tree what? to get away from this little fuck. And ever since then, I can't stand those little pubic haired <laughs> dogs. Even the little one? You can't? No poodles? No. I don't understand why anyone would want a poodle. It's not like you go to the animal shelter and you're like, oh, let's get that poodle. Yeah, you do. They're really smart. So maybe you taunted the poodle? No. Who, me? Yeah. I'm innocent. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't remember doing anything to taunt the poodle. Was it trying to bite you or is it trying to play with you? Oh, no. I think it was trying to bite. Animals are good judges of human nature. So, (laughs) Well, they could tell I was scared shitless, I'm sure. (laughs) But ever since then, I see a poodle. And I'm like, oh, fuck that thing. Did they come get the poodle? Or did you have to wait it out? Like, Oh, I stayed in the tree for a few. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. I mean, so that's my poodle hatred. But do you have one? I do. It's still not a wild animal. Okay. But I used to go spend the summers on my great-grandfather's ranch. Yeah. And um, I took a piece of corn (laughs) out of the chicken feed Yeah, just playing with the stuff around the farm. Yeah, just took a piece of corn and I fed it to a cow. Um, Look at you being nice to I know, I thought it would be fun. And uh, the rooster was pissed about that. And so every time he saw me, he would chase me and attack me. 
Oh, those cocks. They fight. <laughs> they are. They're, they're, they can be mean from what I hear. They're so freaking mean. So he would chase me and like peck me in the back of my legs and like oh. cut me open. Oh, God. And um, so my. Go for your weak point, hit your Achilles. Because <laughs> I was running and that thing, those things are fast. And um, my great grandma gave yeah. me an umbrella. Uh, and I was like, this isn't going to do anything. I need like a gun. <laughs> shoot it. Right. Or, or like, why don't we, why are we eating the friendly chickens? Why aren't we eating the rooster? God, go after yeah. them. Yeah. Kill that one. I will yeah. gladly eat that fried chicken. <laughs> yeah. So she gave me an umbrella and it would chase me and I would turn around and point the umbrella and it would turn away from me and act like it wasn't looking at me. <laughs> and then as soon as I turned my back to it, it would run God. at me and I had to turn and point the umbrella at it. Oh. It sucked. So you weren't having to like open it and close it, open it. And no, close I just it pointed the umbrella because I think it might have chased my great grandma too, possibly because oh. she knew the umbrella trick. I'm telling you that little motherfucker was trying to be a dominant right rooster. Right. Stupid cock. Yeah, they should have gotten rid of it. Right. Get another one. Uh, All right. Well, let's get into like the real. Yeah, these are some interesting stories. Because right, these are actually wild, freaking animals. Yes, I that know. musicians had encounters with. Yeah, yeah, and some of them, I guess, both of them didn't work out great. Yeah, you want me to go first? Yeah, why don't you? So this one's pretty interesting. As we do during the holidays, we gather with people that come into town. And one of my friends, Todd DeShong, used oh. to be Olivia Newton-John's assistant in the 90s. Ah. And he asked me, he was like, you know, I've been listening to your podcast. You haven't said anything about Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> and I was like, there's really no stories about yeah. her. She's pretty squeaky clean. And, um, you know, maybe there's that weird thing about her husband disappearing yeah. That she might have killed him. Oh. I don't know. I don't always know. remember Allegedly. that uh, Let's Get Physical video where she wore the little band thing around right. her hair. But it was and... the most vanilla. Oh, it was. Uh, Jane Fonda yes, thing ever. Yes. So she's super, super vanilla. And I was like, there's no stories about Olivia Newton-John except <laughs> she might have killed her husband. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> That's all speculation. Uh, totally speculation. Innocent till proven guilty. So he was like, I have a story for you. Oh, inside scoop. Inside scoop. Hell so yes. Here it is. Okay. In 1964, uh, mm-hmm. Olivia was really young and she was a regular on an Australian variety show. Oh. Okay. And um, that variety show was called Time for Terry. Mm. And it was hosted by an English comedian and jazz performer named Terry O'Neill. Okay. So yeah. he would do little skits and do his little jazz songs. And so it was a music and skit thing and mm-hmm. olivia would be in some of the skits and she would also sing and on this particular show terry was supposed to pretend box a kangaroo in one of the skits because this is australia it's australia yeah yeah and so i guess i think it's comedy <laughs> gold in australia to pretend to box a kangaroo oh, i don't know yeah boxing kangaroos are classic but that episode never happened oh because backstage Olivia was warming up her vocal cords and she was doing some higher pitch scales and it aggra- it aggravated the kangaroo. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Just like dogs and high pitch noises. I know, noises. right? And yeah. so in an instant, <laughs> the handler lost control of the kangaroo. I guess it was on some kind of leash. Oh, 
And it was all over Olivia like shrimps on a Barbie. Oh, no. Uh-oh, she hit that bad note. Totally. Oh, no. And have you seen kangaroos? They look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. They're, They're like muscly. Muscular. And they do those little poses even like. Urgh. Oh, I know. Like, I would love a kangaroo body. I thought I mean, right? <laughs> I, I, I'd feel so much better about myself. You can have so, that balancing tail. And a pouch. Fuck right. yeah. I mean, I can carry my keys. <laughs> it's like built-in cargo shorts it really is right in the front (laughs) they're even khaki colored i mean yeah but yeah you're right they're muscular as hell yeah so they're really strong and they will f you up Uh uh-huh so this kangaroo was named skipperoo (laughs) which is a horrible name for a kangaroo oh i mean well yeah skippers Skipper. and he uh he grabbed the singer by the hair and started roughing her up (laughs) Did he have gloves on? I know he should have, right? He should have. But, but they kicked, too. Actually, it's it's probably would have been better if he had gloves on because they have those claws. Oh, So damn. Olivia found herself in a headlock. Yeah. And as the grip tightened around her neck, she had to really think fast. And she remembered how her grandfather broke up a vicious dog fight on his ranch. Her grandfather oh. was an Australian rancher. Oh, okay. So he has some smarts. Right. Okay. I don't know if he hit the donkey. I don't know if he had donkeys, but yeah. he might have. <laughs> was um, he an ass? Yeah. He might have. Yeah, his grandfather was a real able. Speaking of, how did he break up? <laughs> so, well, in an act of desperation, Miss Newton John shoved two fingers into Skipperoo's butthole. <laughs> Yes, when she was a youngster, she had witnessed her grandfather that break one up made a me vicious cough. Fight by putting two fingers no, up no, the dog's it butt. A, it was my checkup. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, two fingers up the ass. Right. So now you guys know how to break up a vicious dog fight and a kangaroo attack because the surprise on the kangaroo's face <laughs> jolted him and God. he released the singer for an instant just long enough for the handler to regain control of the animal oh wow but he had really screwed her up <laughs> she suffered some bruising oh. uh, especially around her neck and her face yeah and he had ripped out pieces of hair oh like giant patches of hair oh crap i mean yeah. she, he like really jacked her up and scratches oh yeah um have you seen cra- uh videos of kangaroos like killing people's dogs no yeah they're just they're oh, vicious hell, that ain't good. i always thought they were nice because i watch winnie the pooh and kangaroo nice, no yeah. no they're not what could have been a tragedy ended up just being a booty call <laughs> You're welcome. That's my jokes. Um, <laughs> but there's always been a lot of speculation on why uh, Olivia left Australia. Because yeah. shortly after that, she went to England. And Todd said that this was one of the catalysts for it, that she quit the oh. variety show. And she went to England. She had an an opportunity to start singing there on some kind of show. And no kangaroos in England. No kangaroos. <laughs> but that was one of the catalysts because that she was like, yeah, I'm not going to do this anymore. <laughs> so that, people, is one of the wow. catalysts for why Olivia Newton-John left Australia. Wow. And look at that story also teaching us how to break up a dogfight. I know. That's what I thought, too. I was like, I would never think about that. And I'm, now I think about it all the time since I know this, and it's horrible. <laughs> I see my dog, and I was like, oh, I don't want to put my fingers in your butt. <laughs> I love how it's two fingers. Two fingers. One would, might, they might not even right, notice. Right, they're like, 
We got to go better. <laughs> you can go big or go home. But yeah. I feel like some people might start dog fights to do this now. So don't do oh, that. Oh, no, no, no. We don't know. Right. I love dogs. Well, except poodles. Right. Start a poodle fight. And then you'll put your fingers in the yeah. mud. <laughs> Actually, that might have been how you could have gotten away. I, well, if you had thought about it. You just but, have to move to the side like a matador and then well, but lick your fingers. Boom. But I was six years old. I'd have to fist it. <laughs> it wouldn't have realized it. <laughs> so. I hope we don't edit that out. <laughs> I want to keep that. In. Yeah, that's a keeper, isn't it? Yeah. More knowledge. If you're young and you need to break up a dog fight, go right with more than butthole. two fingers. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. Uh, try and beat that. I'm going to try to. I can't guarantee it because I'm not going to be giving any nuggets of knowledge of how to break up fights. But the one I've got is Taylor Mitchell. Right. A Canadian country folk singer. So she was born in 1990, so just a young little girl. Mm -hmm. But she being up in Canada and her family and being a folk singer, it just comes naturally that she would love nature and wildlife. Those two go hand in hand. All Canadians love nature. And she's a folk singer, so you got a double, double whammy. But uh, she always wanted to help animals, and she especially liked to take in animals that had physical issues. Oh, like like rescue? Yeah, and she would post pictures of herself with the particular animals because, I mean, she loved them, loved taking care of them. Sounds like a kind person. Yeah, I have no reason to think otherwise, but some of the animals she had— she had a toothless beaver named Gretchen. Uh, she had a footless puffin that was named Bethany. Wait, Jose, so the puffins are those weird birds that are kind of... Yeah, they're kind of seagullish or just kind of like, poofy. They're like, yeah. they're like a big-headed penguin. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah. I think I, I, I saw a couple pictures of them. And they kind of look that way. I'll give you that. Uh, It was footless? So how did it move? Because they don't fly. Well, and that's why she took care of it. Oh, so it's like a weeble that wobbles. uh, Oh, yeah. And then uh, a few others that she had. uh, Eyeless (laughs) raccoon uh, that was named Trang. Oh, God. (laughs) And if you're noticing these names, she had a thing for Mean Girls. The movie? Oh, so that was she wore pink on Wednesdays? Yeah, she had, I think that was one of her favorite movies. So she loved naming the animals after characters in Mean Girls. Okay. Uh, But for the raccoon, I mean, it's like she crocheted a quilt eye patch (laughs) with a little string tied to it. Oh, like a little pirate. I mean, she really took care of these. Uh, She had a marmot named Kylie. What's a marmot? A marmot, isn't it kind of like a... It was like a prairie dog? Yeah, yeah. It's just one of those, like a fast rodent. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a big fast rodent. Yeah, but then her favorite pet of all was an armless squirrel. She would feed it and like she would ground some nuts up and kind of be its other hand and feed it. And she called the squirrel Miss Norbury. And so there are these pictures of her with these animals and all this stuff. She's like Snow White for the handicapped animals. 
<laughs> exactly. She was there for them. But uh, sometimes you're thinking, okay, she loves nature. Where does this go wrong? Right. Well, in late 2009, Taylor is 19 years old. And she had some free time before her next concert. Mm-hmm. She was playing some festivals up in Canada. Yeah, and I'm sure you know firsthand free time is dangerous it, yes. when you're on tour. Yes. It's not good. <laughs> not good at all. Stay busy, kids. Yes. Keep active <laughs> in the right way. Uh, so during her time off, she went out for a nature walk. And okay. it's just something she loved to do. She uh, loved to just absorb nature, just walk around. And so she was at a national park in Canada by herself. And uh, two other people that were hiking on the trail that she was on, they passed her by. They were walking the opposite direction. Well, a few minutes later, the couple thinks they either heard animals howling or a young woman screaming in the distance. Oh, God. I I don't know how you get those confused. Right. But I I know like a cougar, when you hear them screaming, it sounds or whatever they do. It sounds like a person screaming. Yeah. But. But howling I know. and screaming oh, are way and, different. Ah, no, right. it's like big difference. <clears throat> so they heard that. They got to an area where they could report it to the authorities. And after they had reported it to the authorities, the authorities hadn't shown up yet. And there was a group of four other hikers that had arrived at the park. And they happened to hear about the possible screams from these people. So they went down the trail where they began to find a set of keys on the ground. They found a small knife. Like a pocket knife? Yeah, like a pocket knife. Okay. Uh, And then further down they were walking. They found torn pieces of bloody clothing. Oh, my God. And a large amount of blood on the ground. Did she not know the two-finger thing? (laughs) Because she, well, they knew what had got her. Because then they saw her body and a coyote was standing over her. Oh. And Wait, coyotes really don't attack people. No, you're right. And uh, they did point that out because before this one, there had only been one other known human attack by a coyote. And she did. Taylor did end up dying from blood loss from oh, wow. the attack. But this is where her love for nature could have set her up for a bad situation. There's speculation that she came across a baby coyote. Yeah. And started to take it to the car to she, add to her family of wild animal pets. <laughs> and she I was mean, rescuing a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it turns out the coyote that was standing above her was the mother. Oh, man. Of the coyote, of the little, I don't know, is a coyote, cub? baby coyote a cub? Cub. I'll call or it pup. a cub. So, or a cub pub. or pup or some pub. It's a pub. Oh, he said a pub. It's a pub. <laughs> so, the, the pub. So, it ended up that her love for animals kind was of her demise. was the demise. And she was 19 years old. That sucks. It really does. I mean, because here she's probably thinking, I've got another animal to add to my collection and name after Mean Girls. And then all of a sudden. So I'm wondering, I have a theory. 
Oh, um, good tell. So she had that little pocket knife. Mm-hmm. Was she maiming the animals and then taking them home? No. <laughs> Like what is that disease where they uh the mother uh, or the Baron Munchausen yeah. <laughs> by proxy. <laughs> oh my god, she had that for animals. <laughs> Here's some water with a little antifreeze in it. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Oh, Why am I laughing? <laughs> so she yeah, so she <laughs> Cut off the foot of the puffin. Right. And, or like the little arms or like poked out an eye. I'm just theorizing I here. I know. Because the pocket knife seems a little ominous. <laughs> you could be on to something. You could, you've could. you dug deeper. You I really know. have. So I think we should do some investigation and find out if there's like little. Yeah. I, I mean, forensics. Uh, you know, forensics on the little pocket knife yeah. and see if it's got like squirrel hair in it. <laughs> <laughs> Look for DNA. Mrs. What's the squirrel's name? Mrs. Uh, oh, Miss Nor- Norbury. Norbury. Miss Norbury. Yeah. It's got Norbury hair in and it. And I mean, poor Trang getting poked in the eye <laughs> with the knife. And I don't even want to think about the toothless beaver. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Dr. Killjoy. I know. Uh, but yeah, so that was the story of Taylor Mitchell. Oh, that's sad. So. Don't go grabbing baby animals in the in the wild national parks and the forest. Yeah, let them be. Yep, that goes for children out in the wild too. They're feral. <laughs> <laughs> they have rabies. <laughs> They'll just come back home with you and fuck you up. Yeah, don't touch them. <laughs> Leave them there. That's right. They know <laughs> how to survive. <laughs> uh, oh man. We all know what this song means. What does it mean to you? You know, it means a lot. Um, <laughs> this is uh, the Lone Star Salute. Yeah. we Where we pay, uh, we honor our state of Texas with its one star that we've earned. Yes. And we talk about musicians who have earned one star. Right. Musicians, songs, albums clubs if there are any left but yeah everyone who has an opinion about something and earned one star oh it's got to be one star three stars four stars nope it's got to be the one it's got to be one so yeah what um what do you have a review for i have a review for the great the late great olivia newton john's xanadu oh that Um, i remember when that movie came out i have never seen this movie no um Did you see it? Ah, let's see. No, I never did. I just remember it coming out. I think it had roller disco in it, so I did not see it. But here is a review of it, and they say, Xanadu cannot possibly be described as a good movie. Uh (laughs) But it can be recommended to those who can tolerate large amounts of intravenous marzipan. Which means it's sugary, sugary, sappy, sweet, I guess. Yes, yes. The music is highly enjoyable, though perhaps more so once one gets the record album home and isn't bothered with the story of the movie. Uh-huh. So they like the soundtrack, the movie sucks, the end. <laughs> that was their whole review. They're like, I like the music. I was going to go see it because of the music and the story sucks. Oh. I don't my. even know what it's a story about. I just remember it being just like 
everyone glows and <laughs> just sparkles and has that 70s and 80s hair. Right. That's all I kind of remember. Jeannie has it. probably seen Xanadu. Jeannie? Ooh. That was many brain cells ago, but yes. Did you like it? <laughs> That's a yes. I... No. Is it disco? <laughs> and I love disco and I love all that campy shit and I just, no. Okay. I love her, but. Olivia? Yeah. Did you know that story about the uh, kangaroo? I've got questions. Okay. Charles, what do you have for your ones, your Lone Star? What I've got, and it, it was actually impossible. I will go as far and say impossible to find a bad review about the one album that Taylor did. So people loved her. Yeah, she was beloved. they really did. But I found a lot of people that hate folk music. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's, yes. Okay, good. Are you one of them? Uh... There's some that's okay. Okay, yeah. Here's one by uh, Funk Brothers. He had an opinion about uh, folk music. And he says, I've noticed that since the death of the recorded music industry, there's been a revisionist historical folk music revival. I guess that would be, I don't, I'm just <clears throat> talking uh, Mumford and Sons and all that stuff right. that's been coming out. I heard as granola consumption rises, so does the folk music. <laughs> I see the correlation. He goes on to say, in short, untalented people who never learned how to play more than three chords or play faster than 60 beats per minute and are only capable of performing melodies vocally have begun filling our ears with their garbage in mass and then proclaiming that it's not about the music at all, but social issues. That's what folk music is. <laughs> well, that's what he's angry about. Why does he expect folk music to be anything other than that? Uh, well, I mean... I mean, they never have. I guess been. he's just annoyed by it. Okay. Because he went on to say, like, with their social issues and trying to cure it with their music. He said, uh, children with cancer need medicine, not music. There is no amount of sandal-footed hippie bullshit protest songs that can replace education and effective legislation. There is no greater scum than those that would twist the suffering of others into their own fame and fortune. I don't think anyone's cutting themselves or if they have a cut or something, they're going, why don't you put some folk music about <laughs> do some folk music about that injury? No it's, one's doing that. It's the really? new cure. I, right. don't, I don't know. It I don't looks know. like a pretty bad head wound. Have you tried folk music? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. Right, it's right. to make you think. <laughs> You've been hit by a kangaroo. Listen to <laughs> right. some folk music. <laughs> Help that hair grow back. <laughs> I mean, Don't worry about them bruises. It's music to make you think. Well, yeah, I, but I get just... it. I, I mean, I'm not a giant fan. I'm not. I'm not a fan. <laughs> but there's there's a place for it, and I like that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. It's not hurting anybody. I don't want to see someone play a mandolin at over 60 beats a minute. <laughs> oh, my God. We may have come up with a new act. Ooh. Uh-huh. Punk folk. Yeah. Actually, Michelle Shocked. Come on. And People, if you don't yeah. know who Michelle Shocked is, go look up Michelle Shocked. That's Punk rock true. folk singer who fucking rocked. That's true. Anchorage is a great album. The new genre. Or song. A polk. Yes. Music. Oh. Punk and folk. Yeah. 
<laughs> Polk. <laughs> Polk. All right. Okay. We're on it. We're going to be millionaires. <laughs> oh, another great show. Speaking of two fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The good old happy ending to the great Jackalope Tale podcast. It is. Ah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And please follow the links on our show notes and find us on all the socials. Yeah, definitely. And look, check out YouTube, too. We got oh a YouTube gosh. channel. I know. That thing's doing really good. It's really good. It's fun, too. But subscribe, rate, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you get your podcasts. And please sign our petition to make Willie Nelson's birthday a state holiday. You guys are slipping. Let's get this done. Signatures. Yep. And join us next time as we question, is it real? Or is it a jackalope tail? You never know. Or you do. Yeah. Or you don't. <laughs> or, or you, you don't, don't. want to know. Uh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.